What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 19 of the All Day Cincinnati Sports Podcast. I am Parker Fields here, of course, always with my co-host, Donnie Menke. And we're going to talk about a brutal 32-13 loss last night on Monday Night Football from our Cincinnati Bengals to the Cleveland Clowns. Oh, I mean Browns. Um, oh, I can't really call them the Clowns, though. They just whooped our ass. Uh, Donnie, <laughs> just give me your first thoughts when that game comes to your head. What are your thoughts? Burn the tape. Like, there's nothing <laughs> – <laughs> there's nothing worthwhile about this game. Like nobody played well. I don't really care what numbers Von Bell maybe. Like they is that it? Like yes, yeah, Von Bell had another it, pick. I think he has yeah. as many picks this season as he did his whole career. <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but Wuzier gets hurt. The defense just looked really bad in the second half. Um. The, the offense didn't get anything going until garbage time. McPherson missed two more kicks. Like, this is just – it's just not good. <laughs> like, Burrow had a QB – Burrow played so much worse than Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Like, what? <laughs> like, what kind of game is this? Like, what are we Literally doing here? Johnny. And um, by the way, Von Bell has four picks this year. His whole career before this, he had two total. There we go. <laughs> That's just insane. But at least we got that. Shadobi Awuzie tearing his ACL is just heartbreaking. And as That's me and Donnie recording takeaway. this, yeah, yeah. And as me and Donnie are recording this, it's three twenty-four um, p.m. The trade deadline's at four. Me and Donnie have been talking for like an hour, just holding off on filming this uh, because we're just waiting on the trade deadline. And it doesn't look like the Bengals are doing anything, which is stupid, very stupid. And we don't have corner depth. So right now, our starting three corners would be Eli Apple Who's on the outside, Cam Taylor-Britt on the outside, Who's a rookie? and Mike Hilton in the slot. Who's good? But He's good. He's good. That's just not a good secondary at all. We have really good safeties in Bates and Bell, but... I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see Bates moved. I wouldn't be surprised if they move Bates at this point. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the Bengals are doing. Like, how are you not signing a corner? I don't get it. And how? Yeah. How? 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 Have you also not signed or traded for Frick? I just keep saying sign. How have you not traded for a wide receiver? Like, at how least you not sign a wide, wide receiver, receiver or a kind of corner. Yeah, I said Will Fuller. Why don't you sign Will Fuller? He retired, actually. Oh, he did? Yeah, he just retired this weekend. Oh, my God. I didn't even see that. I did not see that. Shit. That was, that, yeah, that was, that he just, like, literally just retired. Um, but he, um, he would have been one of my top choices. He just, he just retired. Um, he, um, DD Westbrook, I would have liked. Um, Daz Newsome, I would have liked giving a shot. I liked him. I said AJ Green. <laughs> AJ Green, yeah. shit. If he was yeah, down to come it, back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would be too. Oh, for the price tag? Not for this season, but for the price tag? Why the hell did we not go after Calvin Ridley? Because Boyd's going to be gone eventually, anyways. <laughs> like, well, imagine T Higgins, yeah. Ridley in the slot. 
and Tyler Bull or and Jamar Chase. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, he's out this year. Like I know. I he he obviously not coming back till till next year, but I don't think his cap I don't think his cap hit is super high if I'm remembering correctly. I, I don't I think he's still on his rookie deal right now. Mm, oh nope, never mind. He'll have it? an eleven million dollar cap hit next year. And that's okay. the last year of his contract. Yeah, that's pretty high. Um, I did want to say, though, like, Bengals, how have we not gotten a corner? Mike Hilton, Eli Apple, Cam Taylor Britt is who we're rolling with. That just doesn't work. Eli Apple's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Cam Taylor Britt's a rookie, and Mike Hilton's a slot corner. Like, with Chidobi Awuzie out, what are we doing? Like, what are yeah. we doing? We need a cornerback depth desperately desperately yeah yeah seriously it's just you gotta at least sign somebody like you just can't leave it as is like we talked about eli apple's still hurt and even when he's not hurt he's a terribly graded cornerback like he's not that good taylor brick's still a rookie he's gonna have his moments dax hill's still a rookie and he was drafted to be a safety so he's playing out of position Hilton's good, but you don't have anybody behind Hilton. Alan George barely made the 53-man roster. Like, these are not – you're not going to survive if you don't at least bring in somebody. Exactly, Donnie. This cornerback room is bad right now, depleted. I mean, we lost our number one by far corner last night for the season. And Possibly I mean, next he's year. He's probably like, going to be out a lot of next year. Yeah, he's yeah. probably going to be. And he's, I believe he'll be going into his 28-year-old season, maybe 29-year-old season next year. It's not like he's super young anymore. Yeah. And it's just, he, it's tough to see. It's tough to see. And I don't know what the Bengals are going to do from here because obviously it looks like they're making no moves at the deadline. Big shocker. He'll be 28 next year, and it'll be the last yeah. year of his deal. Um, You want to talk a little bit about the shit show that went on last night, though? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's literally nothing good to come out of this game. Like, nothing. Mixon looked bad. The offensive line looked bad. The receivers were either getting held or not getting open. There were missed penalties. The defense got gashed. They got mauled in both trenches. Like, this is – the coaching still was – coaching was far from the only issue, but it was still an issue. I don't think it was the biggest issue last no, night. No, 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 no. Yeah. But I think we do need to point out that you only ran the ball seven times against that run yeah. against that Cleveland defense. Like what are we and Mixon it wasn't and that even ineffective. It but and it, it wasn't yeah, super it, ineffective, but they still didn't look great doing it. That's what I'm saying. We only ran the ball seven or eight times, whatever, and he was averaging like almost four yards a carry and he wasn't breaking any tackles. So that should tell you something. The like the run yeah. the holes were there somewhat. They were somewhat there. If you're averaging oh. almost four yards a carry and you're not breaking any tackles and there's no outliers or anything, I mean, yeah. the holes are somewhat there then. I mean, my bad. Mixon got eight carries, not seven. Yeah, he, had he got eight. eight carries, but 27 yards on eight carries with a long of six. Yeah. Against that Cleveland defense, are you serious? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? We're almost like the Bucks with Fournette at this point. Like, we're barely handing the ball off. Like, in general, we're just yeah. dropping back. Even yeah. when we're up. And like, it's, I want to talk bad. real quick. Here, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's bad enough. I'm wondering if Mixon's a cut candidate this off season. Like he's only yeah. five million, and like he's only five point five million in dead cap next year. It's a serious question for sure. 
because he's not breaking tackles. He's not doing much in the passing game. He's not – well, I shouldn't say he's not doing much in the passing game. He got a lot of checkdowns last night. But he's not a good pass protector. Yeah. He's terrible. It, it, it is a serious question. And what I want to talk about about this game, though, was the battle of the trenches. The Bengals literally got made a very nice, not nice word last night by the Browns. <laughs> that <laughs> happened. Straight up. Yeah. The Browns destroyed them in the trenches last night. Destroyed them. Both sides. They couldn't block both sides. They couldn't block the Browns. And they couldn't get uh, stop the Browns' run game. They couldn't do either. So they just got absolutely whooped. They looked like the Browns' children. Uh, Miles Garrett is our offensive line's father. And that's what happened last night. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. They got made some little it's, B words. It's, <laughs> It's, it's just yeah. ridiculous that every time you face an elite defensive player that you can't do anything. Your offense shuts down. Nothing. And this is not a good Cleveland Browns defense. No, like they, they, they let up They let up 38 to New England, 30 to San Diego, and 31 to the Jets. Like you and the Bengals couldn't do anything. The, Panthers, the Panthers scored 24 <laughs> with Baker Mayfield against this defense. Baker, Baker. <laughs> like, it, I don't. <laughs> the Falcons scored 23 on this defense. Yeah. The Falcons scored 23 on this defense. The <laughs> Ravens still put up 23 on this defense, even on their bad day. But no, 13. 13. Like, Chase is important to the offense. He's not that important to the offense no he's no. extremely important to the offense but he is not 31 he's not what three touchdowns worth of difference but i will say when your third receiver last night is somebody burrow talked about um being a nice special teams player for your team that's a problem because a lot yeah. of teams you know have a good fourth receiver like their fourth receiver isn't a special teams guy they play 20 snaps a game or so right the Bengals yeah. fourth have a team where they literally just run three receivers. Mm -hmm. So the problem is if one of them's hurt, we're screwed. Like yeah. we don't have a fourth like number. Like the Bucks, literally the Bucks have a fifth receiver of like Russell Gage who caught eighty passes last year or whatever. Like yeah. that's like the fifth they, receiver. They, they absolutely did not do enough to address receiver depth this offseason. No. It it and even I wasn't worried about Chase getting injured going into the year, but T. Higgins has a little like he's missed a couple games every year. Like you need that dude. Yeah, he does. He's not a. You need like, He's not a. Yeah, he gets he gets nicked up every once in a while. Yeah, and it's happened all three seasons. Like you need. Yeah, somebody. he's missed what like two games pretty much every year. It seems like. Something I mean, this year like he that. technically hasn't missed a game, but he's missed two games really. He's played yeah. a couple snaps twice. <laughs> yeah, he got yeah he got taken out early in both the Pittsburgh. And then in the Pittsburgh game, and then he was a non-factor in the Ravens game. Yeah, the Ravens game, he literally played like five snaps, screwed up yeah. every single person who bet money on him, <laughs> like me. And um, at prize picks, you didn't freaking refund him, which was BS. Don't let me start on that. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's they needed to do – that was the by far the biggest concern for them going into the season was their depth because they had – they had great injury luck last year, and they didn't do enough this offseason to address the depth, and it's going to bite them. 
like I know the injuries. I like you can't totally over. No, let me get this clear. No matter how much depth you have, you're not going to totally overcome maybe four of the six most important non-borough players on the team being out. Apparently, Clark Harris was way bigger than we realized. Chase is out. Reader's out. Wouzier's out. Like you're not going to overcome all of that. Like you're you should be, but you should still be fighting for a playoff spot if all those yeah. guys are hurt. You're not like Super Bowl contenders. But you should still be no, fighting but, for a playoff spot. And the, the schedule they've got the back half of the year, you're missing all those dudes, and now you don't have the depth. Trey Flowers is not an outside corner. We saw that last night. Oh, he God, needs to be no. A, he needs to be a tight specialist. No. That's it. That's all he needs to be in there for. Because he got burned a lot. Yeah. Literally. You just... It is it is really hard to overcome all those injuries, but they still didn't do. We knew the depth was going to be an issue going into the season. They still didn't do enough. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, Donnie. And it's just, it, it it's a struggle. <laughs> it's a struggle to see. We were so high on this team. Teams had us had them us back in the top seven, or people had us in the top seven, top five of power rankings, and then this happens. Then this happens. Yeah. A bad team in the Browns whooped us. But I will say this. Me and Donnie talked about this. If a Wuzier didn't go down, we wouldn't be that crazy upset about this game. Because for one fact, all of the Browns' strengths are our weaknesses on our team. The Browns yeah. excel in the areas that we struggle in. I mean, their offensive line absolutely just whooped. It's pretty much the trenches. That's the Bengals' weakest part of their team, and I don't think that's a question at all. That's the weakest part of the Bengals' team, and the Browns exposed that last night. They absolutely exposed that. Yeah, they And did. they made us look like little girls. Like, literally. <laughs> they, they just – the offensive line, I like, I'm seriously starting to question Frank Pollock. Like, is this a him issue, or is this a, a personnel issue? Is this a – front office issue like they keep bringing in the wrong dudes like what is the issue here because Joan Williams has been bad Lyle bad. Collins has been not quite as bad he's got he's had his higher highs but he's still not been great the interiors actually been surprisingly good mm -hmm. Volson is still a fourth round rookie like he's gonna have his hiccups but I think he's he's been fine like he hasn't been he hasn't been. No, he, hasn't, he hasn't been horrible. He's been better than I thought. After that week one game, he's really yeah. improved a lot. Yeah, and he had a little bit of a rough night last night. Like he had a few pressures given up, but it's honestly, I think part of it is how bad Williams has been, how bad Jonah has been, because he's, he's playing next to him, and Williams can't. It's not good with power or space. He's given up I'm, eight sacks this year. Eight. I'm gonna say a name. I'm about to say a name that is infamous in Bengals fans' names that Jonah Williams is pretty comparable to, Billy Price. Yeah. <laughs> He's been just about like <laughs> Billy Price. Like got, fact, Jonah Williams has not been good, especially yeah. for that top pick billing. What was he, the ninth or 11th pick in the draft? 11th, 11th I think, okay. because Devin and Bush what, was 10th. 2019, I want to say? I think so, because they just picked up his option this offseason. I think he played with Dalton, so 2019. Yeah. They picked up his option. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's fully guaranteed for next year. Woohoo. 
Yeah. Yay. I'm still on the draft of left tackle in the first round train or corner. Yeah, I am too. Like whichever. Address one in free agency, the other in the first round. I don't care. And then second or third round, get a wide receiver. <laughs> second like, round, get a running back. <laughs> third round, get a receiver. There you go. I'll take I'll take I'll take that. Yeah. But man, it's it's just it, it's disappointing. Like the injuries, like the injuries are the most disappointing part. Like we knew Taylor wasn't an amazing X's and O's genius going into the season. We knew he wasn't an incredible <laughs> schemer and play caller. We knew that. Yeah. He's, he's fine. He's fine. He's been okay. He's fine. But that that kind of cost him the first couple games. And those are games you really, really hate losing now that you've got all these injuries. Like you might if you were six and two right now, like you should be, maybe you're like maybe you can survive until Reader and Chase come back. Like maybe that's fine. Mm-hmm. I agree with you completely. Um, I just, it's just, it's a struggle right now. It's, it's a struggle yeah. right now with that. And like, I don't want to be too just pessimistic. I don't want to think we're just, oh, we suck now. Like, I mean, this team definitely still can make the playoffs and everything. And if we're five and four next week, We'll be and we blow out the Panthers. We'll be right back to where we were in thoughts, at it's, least close to it. But it's just that was a bad game, and it's hard to not overthink that game. It's yeah. just it is. If it was look, if Awuzie was healthy, I would literally just be comparing this. Or to Jamar last year. Chase was if they were both healthy, yeah, I'd be fine. If they were just if if I'm not even because Chase had a really you know kind of rough stretch there last year where like he almost wasn't. <laughs> like it wasn't almost worth having him out there. Yeah. So like just it's, for decoy purposes, it was useful, but yeah. But um, he it literally if if Awuzie wasn't hurt, knowing we'd get Reader back, knowing Chase is probably back after the Steelers game, I would be comparing this to last year, almost exactly. Because if you beat the Panthers, you're five and four going into the the bye with a blowout loss to the Browns on the resume and a much tougher second half schedule than first half and what happened last year. Literally. And, bro, you want to know what I, like a random thought that just popped in my head about somebody who I'd literally rather have the Bengals throw out there than Trent Irwin or Michael Thomas? Hell, if you need somebody for cheap, get John Ross. Like, he can at least burn somebody (laughs) deep every once in a while. Am I right? Like, he can still burn somebody deep every once in a while. He's more useful than them. Would he want to come back? Like, would he even be interested with how badly the Lewis staff kind of treated him? A, I think he'd want a job. That's true. <laughs> That's But, fair. like, think about it. Would that be a bad option? Like, seriously. Honestly, I don't think so compared it's, to who they were better working than out. Nothing. Is he not yeah. better than Trent Irwin? Or... My only worry is, like, can he block? Like, I really don't remember. Can he block at all? Because he would have to come either. in and fill some of that special teams role. Honestly, just don't put him in. Make him your kick returner. Make him your punt returner, and let him freaking go deep every once in a while. Oh yeah, like make him for the coaching staff to bench Chris Evans. Make him what? (laughs) (laughs) Make him what? Thirty-five, thirty-six-year-old Deshaun Jackson is at this point. Just go deep once a game. (laughs) Like literally, just take the top off. Because he he proved last year with the Giants, he still like every once in a while can burn somebody deep. Yeah. 
Yeah, he can. I mean, last year with the Giants, 11 catches, 224 yards, two touchdowns. I yeah. mean, he could take I mean, the top off, though. <laughs> yeah, he's cheap enough. He had a he had a really good year the year uh, Dalton's last year before he got hurt. Like he had like five hundred some yards in eight games. Like he was yeah. clicking there before he got hurt. But I don't know. He still drops are obviously a problem, but he doesn't usually drop them when he's free deep. He really doesn't. The ones he drops yeah. are just over the middle. He's not a top receiver for a team. No, I'm not saying that. But yeah. I think yeah, he could no. be useful for this team right now because. They're definitely lacking speed desperately at receiver without Jamar Chase. Yeah. Because Boyd's not a top, take the top off receiver. And T. Higgins is a Megatron, not a speed. He's a just go moss him deep threat. Yeah. Like he's not a, he's going to burn him. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. He, he's a jump ball guy, not a burner. Yeah. Yeah. He's a jump ball deep threat, not a burner deep threat. And we just, and Boyd's a slot guy. He's just, yeah, he's a slot guy. At this point, yeah. And he's yeah. great at his job. Don't get me wrong. He's, I mean, there's not many guys you'd rather have working that slot than Tyler Boyd. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Tr Boyd's a great, great slot receiver. That's not a slight to him. That's just a. Uh, his makeup as a player. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, he's elite at what he does. He's elite. But. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. He, it's just. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm scared. <laughs> if they can beat the Panthers. It'll be okay. Like we'll be like we'll still have a we'll fighting be, chance yeah. to make the playoffs. I'd say just, more than fighting. I don't trust the Ravens. That, that I don't back think they're good. Tough man. Like, it is. You get the but, after Watson comes back, like you get the Bills, you get the Chiefs, you got the Patriots. It is, but I'm gonna have some faith because, I mean. They proved something to us last year, so I'm not going to doubt them. You know what I mean? Like, I can be pessimistic and be like, uh, but I'm not going to be completely like, oh, they don't like, because, I mean, they like they did a lot last season and everything, and these guys have shown they can come up clutch and can persevere, so I'm out of faith. I'm not going to be crit That's like, fair. oh, they're 100% making the playoffs, but I'm out of faith. Um, one thing I did want to say, though, Bengals, make the damn playoffs for us right here because uh, we want to have this podcast podcast grows some more and the playoffs would definitely help so um <laughs> do that for us we don't want to be talking about seven and ten Bengals team in a month and a half or two months so don't do that please <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it'd be nice to have the playoffs happen <laughs> but um it, it it's just tough when you lose a Lusier. like he is far and away your best cornerback one of the most underrated cornerbacks in the nfl and they've got this schedule – like, this back half of the schedule is still tough. Like, I mean, they did prove a lot last year. I'm not not denying that. They just – Yeah. It's tough when you lose that many important players. Yeah, I, I have to agree. And it's 345 right now. The Bengals still have not made a move. And we haven't even heard, like, a Schefter. Like, he's talk they're talking. They're not doing anything. Mike Brown's yeah. right now probably asleep in his desk or something. Like, I don't uh, – yeah. uh, This is the classic <laughs> Bengals, though. Like, even if they're aggressive in free agency, they've never – I don't remember a time I've been alive where they did anything at the trade deadline, like anything. Like, what have they done? I'm trying yeah. to remember. Have they done anything ever? Not a ton. 
Like they're just like, can you even think of a move? Like it's just not what um, they do. Yeah, can you even think of like a buyer's move? Like not maybe they've sold somebody off, but a buyer's move. Can you even think of anything? Uh, not really. <laughs> exactly. Like they've literally done nothing since I've been alive at the deadline ever. I mean, they trade Dunlap, traded away. Yeah, they've sold <laughs> some. Yeah, but, but have they, they ever haven't been buyers? Like, yeah. I don't think and so. And this is the year you need to be buyers. Like, this team we know can win the Super Bowl if you, like, plug these holes. Like, seriously, they could win the Super Bowl if you plug these holes. Yeah. But they're not going to do anything. I mean, like, it's literally the same team as last year, and a lot of the players got better. But now Awuzie's out, so you need to get a top-flight corner. That's Or at least a solid corner, like Jeff Okuda, like you suggested. Uh, like, yeah, if if they decide to trade him, yeah, I just don't know if they will. Yeah, it's, if they will, but I mean, I don't know. They trade Hawkinson, so maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's only 13 minutes left, so probably not. But I'm, it's I'm just curious. it doesn't seem like there's been a lot of movement at all lately. Like I'm kind of curious if there's just a log jam. Yeah, has anybody gotten traded literally in the last like since Ridley? Uh. Broncos traded for Jacob Barton. That's about it. It feels like there's got to be more coming. Yeah. It's just the NFL has gotten a lot more noisy with these trade deadlines the past few years. Yeah. It. And we just, we've seen so much so many depth needs pop up. Like you don't even have to, to sell your premium picks. You can find good solid Jeff depth Wilson. pieces. Yeah. I didn't even see that. Yeah. I, mean, I guess that's see, a like, solid pickup. Yeah. Even something like that. Just something. Yeah. Like to why can't in. we get Jeff Wilson? Why can't we get a backup running back that can play well? Yeah. Cause P Ryan didn't look great last night either. He's no, way P. better. Press press. He's way better in pass protection. Yeah, but... he's good on. He's a good third down back. He's not a good. <laughs> yeah, lots of downs back. He's a good third down back though, because he he's good in the receiving game. I'd say he's pretty solid and he can block. Yeah, he's he's a good receiver and he can block. I agree with that. He's just you know he's, he's better fine. than Mixon in those areas. Oh, I mean way Mixon's hands. Mixon. Yeah, yeah. It's just like he's but like he's not gonna. He's not a good like actually get carries. Like he shouldn't be yeah. getting a lot of carries. I mean, shoot for mixing pass protection, though. You might as well throw me or you out there. <laughs> you might have a better shot. Like, maybe the defensive lineman trips on us as they're blitzing. Like, yeah, literally. <laughs> Mixon I mean, both managed he, to cause the fumble. Way? What's Mixon weighing? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm 215. Maybe I can make a play out there. <laughs> Mixon. He's probably they, like 230. He's 220, 220. Okay, he's barely heavier than me. Okay. He, but he's like. He like he had that he caused that fumble last night. He was terrible in pass protection, and then the ball came like right to him, and he couldn't fall on it to recover. Yeah, it. how how did he not fall on that? I don't know. Like that's just <laughs> I was baffled. Like that made no sense to me. I saw him mixing yeah, right I mean, there, and then suddenly the Browns have the too, ball. Man. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry we haven't been really going much in depth with this game, but like, what the hell are we gonna go in depth about? They got their asses whooped in the trenches, and that's why they lost, like, straight up. 
Yeah. Like Burrow wasn't horrible. He didn't have time to do anything. I don't think that yeah. game was on him really at all. I don't and really I'll think say he that did interception anything wrong. Was fluky. Very fluky. Yeah, it and just got tipped. Yeah, that was a tip drill. Um, it wasn't a like bad read. It was just Miles Garrett made a play. Yeah. That and um, <laughs> shoot, I mean, there that's points right there. If that doesn't get picked, I mean, maybe McPherson. Maybe shot McPherson it, shanked one. So <laughs> I will yeah. say. That field goal was game changing. That missed field goal, like actually, there were there were like four four plays I can point to that totally changed the game, and two of them are that account for almost the entire score difference, and neither of them are the the turnovers for the Bengals. Oh yeah, like you like, you can't the- tell me. Sorry, you can't tell me that that field goal by McPherson like didn't change the game though. Like it was, that was eight a nothing. Yeah, eight. 8-3 if he makes that. The Browns aren't going to go get a field goal. They're going to play conservative with 40 seconds at their own 20. They're just going to freaking run the ball. Like, let's be yeah. real here. They're not going to air it out at all. They're going to yeah. take it to halftime with an 8-3 lead. You're not telling me. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say the Bengals are 100% winning the game. You are not going to tell me if they go into halftime 8-3 and without momentum, really, that the Browns win that game 32-13. Hell no. That game would have been close down to the wire if not the Bengals won. Like, I think, yeah. personally, yeah. that changed the game, that field goal miss. Yeah, I mean, these plays just don't go your way sometimes. Like, it just happens. But and that's the difference between a blowout and a grinded-out close, close game. Yeah, because, look, the, I'm not trying to take away anything from the Browns. I'm just saying this is how close it could have been to a real game. Because on Brissett's third-down pass to Amari Cooper on their touchdown drive, should have been a holding on Kareem Hunt on Von Bell. He had that sneak on third down on one of their second half touchdown drives that his momentum was stopped and they never called the play dead. There's two touchdowns off the board. There's the missed field goal for McPherson. Like you said, that's not only three points away from the Bengals, but that's three points for the Browns. And then you get the um, the missed extra point. There's an extra point. Like there's another point right there for the Bengals that they should yeah. have had. And then there's the other one. The Bengals had too many men on the field on the extra point attempt. So exactly. like there's an extra point Cleveland gets like, that's five plays. Like that's how close this was five plays. And it looks think about- they got their butts kicked in the trenches, burrowed it and play fantastic. The offensive line got mauled. I know I'm saying the Mixon same thing. Didn't there. break one. Tackle. Mixon didn't Mixon didn't <laughs> play well. And there's still only a few plays away from it be from that last drive mattering. Yeah. And think about, Think about this, though, too. It was 32-13. Or no, it was uh, not 32-13. It was 25-6 to with, like, 11 minutes left. Think about if Amari Cooper doesn't make that crazy diving catch. Like, yeah. the Bengals easily could have made a game out of that if with 11 minutes down 19. Because, I mean, they showed they went right down the field and scored with T. Higgins after the Browns got a touchdown, but it was just too late at that point. They could have yeah. made a game. I'm not saying they would have won the game or anything, but that yeah. definitely they could have made a game out of that. And I'm not trying to say that the Bengals were the better team last night, except for those few plays. Like the Browns won that game. They deserve to win that game. But that's just how close it is in the NFL that only a few plays difference can swing the way you totally view a game. Swing everything. Yeah. The Browns were the better team last night. I'm not saying that. They played better. They deserve the win. But that is how close it was. I know. I know, man. It's just – I don't know. <laughs> I really I yeah. really don't know. It's just it's tough to see. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's three fifty-four. Um, we're gonna stay on for the next six minutes. I mean, I'm pretty much done with this game. I don't want to think about it anymore. But we'll stay on for a few <laughs> more minutes. See if the Bengals do anything. Um, we can talk a little bit about what we want to see uh, moving forward. Um from the Bengals, like, how's your outlook on them looking? What are you looking forward to next week? What do you want to see out of them? It's next week. I really just want to see. I I just, I want to see them win, just win and stay healthy. Like that's it. <laughs> I don't even really care how at this point, just get W's. They're I will so say one thing that I'll just take every win we can get. I will I will say one thing, though, that does give me optimism. The Browns are the worst matchup in football for the Bengals. Like, in all seriousness, like, they really yeah. are. Like, the Bengals match up much better and I think have better odds of beating the Chiefs than the Browns, like, any given day. Yeah. Like, seriously, that's they, crazy they, to say, but it's yeah. not. It's not crazy to say. Yeah, because the Bengals, they've specifically <laughs> gone out and signed personnel to match up with the Ravens and the Chiefs and the Bills. Like, they're not going – like, they didn't sign personnel to go match up with the Browns. That's and not what they, they did. They're lucky the Browns can't beat anybody else because the Browns would whoop our ass in the playoffs. It's not a good matchup. They just – every weakness the Bengals have is the Browns' few strengths they have on their team. Like, yeah, literally, it's just I don't know. Five minutes left. The Bengals still have done nothing. I keep refreshing Twitter, and it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. I don't know why the Bengals are doing nothing. I just I don't know. It, it, it's disappointing to see. Like you couldn't go out and get a depth corner. Like somebody's a bad team's like third corner like that just needs like to get rid of somebody that's got some skill left like i don't know like you're telling me it's, like uh, it's just the I problem it. is that they've they super value their own draft picks because of the money they're gonna have to pay down the road because burrow higgins and chase they want to keep all three and that is not going to be cheap you're going to no, be paying a hundred million a year to those three. Yeah. So you, but I mean, you kind of have diced. to keep all three of them. I'd say. Yeah. You just, you, you just better hope the cap spikes like it should. You can't make the same mistake you made the year we got rid of Muhammad Sanu and Marvin Jones <laughs> and the team just blew in shambles. The team that had made the playoffs so many straight years. And then you, let those two walk, and then we had no receiving. We had Brandon LaFell on his last year as the number two receiver and rookie yeah. Tyler Boyd. Is Brandon LaFell still available? Maybe we can bring him back. <laughs> hey, no, seriously. Is Emmanuel Sanders, will he come back for a playoff run? Shit. I feel like he would. If Joe Burrow gave him a call and was like, come on, man, one one run. I know you retired, but, like, shit, you – yeah, I thought he was That's gone. Yeah. I thought he was going to be a Viking, but I know. Yeah, that would have made Hon sense. Honestly, sure. I really I wouldn't hate D.D. Westbrook, to be completely honest with you. Like, he's, he's good. Just somebody he's good. Was they worked speed. him out. Huh? They worked him out? When did yeah, they, they work worked him out? out? They worked him out over the weekend. Him, Daz Newsome, some XFL guy, and then... Um, a couple others, or one other. Hang on, let me find the name because that's kind of disrespectful to the USFL guy. Um, 
Sorry, I said XFL, I meant USFL. Dede Westbrook, Daz Newsom, Victor Bolden, and Javonta Payton. Solid. So, like, Colts are trading Hines to the Bills. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's fantasy yeah, football I mean, trades. These these are just fantasy football trades at this point. <laughs> yeah, literally. And maybe for corner, they should try to bring in Richard Sherman. Tell him to screw off. I'll tell That's Amazon bad. to screw off and bring in Richard Sherman. <laughs> it says Joe Burrow without Jamar Chase. Seriously? Burrow was fine last night. Yeah, that's... that's Burrow was cool. not Andy Dalton last night. Are you kidding no. me? I will say, though... He got sacked Burrow's, five times. He is, he is though... To. He is, though, starting off with a D Andy Dalton-esque primetime record in the regular season. He is starting off He's, with that. <laughs> it's, I, it's not his fault. It's not like he shrivels. I mean, the dude took his – it's just the luck of the primetime game so far. Haven't gone Yeah, they really should have won Baltimore. They really should have won <laughs> that game. Yeah. But uh, – and they, they really should have – they re they really should have. Um, yeah, one the, minute left. But, yeah, nothing's gonna happen. Nope. Can already declare that. Nope. It looks the surprisingly quiet last half hour. Yeah, there's literally nothing happened in that last half hour. Yeah. I'm just refreshing. We're about to end the podcast. Refreshing. Refreshing. And will the Bengals do anything? Will they? No. It's 4 o'clock. Nope. All right, nope. guys. That was all for uh, All Day Cincinnati Sports Podcast. I hope you all did enjoy. Um, we're looking forward to next week. We want to just get this ugly taste in our mouths out of this game. This game was ugly. This game was bad. And I don't want to think about it anymore, honestly. So, uh, Donnie, that's all for it. Uh, we'll see you on the next yep. one for the special episode 20 as we preview the Bengals-Panthers game. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on the next one. See ya. See ya.